Welcome to your November Investor Update. I'm Gary Shepherd, investment writer here at Nutmeg. I'm joined today by Brad Holland, Director of Investment Strategy. Hi, Brad. Hi, Gary. Brad, October seemed a better month for, for equities. How did financial markets perform more broadly? Yes, you're right. October did feel a lot better than September as far as the equity markets are concerned. Almost all markets fell in September, but the reverse was true in the first month of autumn. Um, the rebound was led by the US, which saw its key equity indices hitting all-time highs. The only developed market to fall in October was Japan, and even that was relatively insignificant. Chinese equities also had a better month, rising 3% in October. Only very partially, though, unwinding the 33% fall between February and September. That helped emerging markets put in a positive overall performance, but one that trailed their developed market peers. Now, unlike equity markets, uh, bond markets did not reverse September's poor performance as bond yields everywhere continued rising, albeit with some continued volatility as investors adjust interest rate expectations. Commodity prices have also been on a roller coaster ride as economies contend with strong demand and supply bottlenecks when economies began opening back up. Um, a sharp upswing in mining commodity prices happened early in October that was followed by a consolidation into month end. Now, over the month, base metal prices rose 4% and, and oil prices also rose uh, about 4%. Now, uh, now near-term consumer energy prices uh, in, in, across Europe have risen quite a lot. Um, agricultural prices, meanwhile, have also advanced, uh, but we don't currently expect uh, a broad-based commodity price shock or a super cycle is taking place. Um, that's a conclusion supported by relative weakness in the, uh, the Australian dollar and the Canadian dollar, and these are two currencies that would benefit from any commodity price super cycle. Thanks, Brad. And what were the main drivers behind market movements during the month? So we have written a lot about how we should expect teething pains as economies begin to open back up. That is certainly a factor at the moment and will remain a factor into the end of the year. The, the supply of energy, if you remember those queues for petrol and, and gas suppliers going bust. And uh, that's been challenging, hasn't it? And, and as has been the supply shortages of microchips. The supply of labour has even been challenged, so, so wages have been on the rise for, for transport workers as well as uh, lower paid hospitality workers. But uh, broad economic data for all major economies continued to point to recovery in October. Uh, the UK had its first month in 18 months without employees on furlough, yet there remain staffing constraints across many industries. Uh, US companies began reporting third quarter earnings and they, they delivered largely positive surprises, uh, confirming that activity levels are recovering despite the bottlenecks. So while COVID cases are on a seasonal rise, countries are increasingly on top of the vaccine rollout. So these opening up pressures and, and, and staff constraints have weighed more heavily on, on small to, to mid-size UK companies. Um, mid-size listed company prices have underperformed their larger counterparts as markets judge that, that smaller companies are less able to defend their profits. You wrote a blog last month around some of these economic teething pains. Uh, can you expand on that for us? 
Well, well, yes, we, we wanted to ensure clients were not overly influenced by some pretty alarmist journalism that has been happening in various parts of the media. The, the ugly word stagflation has been bandied about a lot. So we, we wrote about that um, and, and our position on that. Now, so stagflation happens when inflation is going, going up, even though economic growth is weakening. Uh, yes, inflation is rising. We, we, we've been expecting that. And central banks are talking about the need to remove their very successful stimulus measures. Um, and that will mean raising interest rates and, and slowing down other liquidity programs. So yes, inflation is going up. And yes, too, the rate of economic growth is slowing. But it's slowing from an unsustainably fast pace caused by the end of lockdown. This rush of growth is, is partly responsible for the, the bottleneck issues that we're experiencing. Um, a, a slower pace was always expected, and, and more to the point, it's very welcome. Uh, Nutmeg's underlying growth expectations remain strong in the UK and the US, so stagflation is not at all how we would characterise the outlook. Inflation will continue at a, a modest pace in response to the continued cyclical improvement in economic growth. Thanks, Brad. Uh, so against this economic backdrop, how did the Nutmeg fully managed portfolios perform during October? Uh, lower risk portfolios rose by around 0.7%. Middle risk portfolios with a, a broader mix of equities and bonds, they rose around 2.1%. And, uh, and higher risk portfolios, mainly equities focused, rose 2.7% in October. Uh, for the socially responsible portfolios, it was a particularly strong month given the large outperformance of some key stocks, notably Microsoft and Tesla. And that meant uh, lower risk portfolios rose 0.9%, middle risk SRI portfolios rose around 3%, and, and high-risk SRI portfolios rose around 4.5% on the month. And given everything that's happened lately, have you made any changes to the Nutmeg fully managed portfolios? Uh, in September, we opened a position in US financial companies, which we expect to do well as interest rates and bond yields rise. Well, we added a small amount to that position in October and, and took the opportunity to add modestly to our US dollar position. Finally, uh, this month's client question comes from Danielle. Uh, we're in the midst of another earnings season for big tech. Uh, should we be concerned about potential overvaluations in the space and what could happen to financial markets more broadly if they were to reverse? Well, you are, you're right, Danielle. A third quarter earnings are in the process of being released. And, and yes, tech stocks have been producing good profit results, although less than half have reported as of this video. Uh, your, your general point is right, though, in, including Amazon, and along with the IT category of the S&P 500 index, uh, all those stocks make up about one third of the, the large company index. And, and that's the level we saw um, at the NASDAQ bubble uh, when it burst back in the year 2000. So, so what's different now? Uh, and you've actually given the answer, Danielle, a company earnings. The thing lacking back in 2000 was, was profit and cash flow generation. Uh, today, these stocks have become entrenched in the new economy and, and their profit margins have been relatively wide for a long period of time. Uh, so this is the key. How long term are these profits? 
Clearly, in the near term, even the major tech businesses are exposed to the supply chain bottlenecks and labour shortages um, as the earnings disappointments for, say, Amazon and Apple this past week have showed. But, uh, but medium term, we continue to believe these companies will benefit from a secular trend. They are, they are very high margin businesses. Amazon is 40% of sales margin. And, and their current valuations have been built up over 15 years, not, not, not the two years as in the 2000 bubble. Uh, the ongoing digital transformation of businesses and economies will help maintain strong profits in these large listed tech stocks. So the current earnings season is still delivering positive surprises on the whole, uh, despite one or two disappointments. And that underlines the, the case for diversification. Uh, whilst we trimmed our holdings in the NASDAQ index earlier this year, Nutmeg maintains exposure to these stocks through our overweight in, in US large cap stocks. Thanks, Brad. Thanks, Gary. Thank you for joining us. If you have any questions for Brad or the investment team, or a topic you'd like us to discuss in next month's investor update, you can contact us via email or on our social media channels. Uh, we look forward to seeing you next month. More information about this update is available in the description. As with all investing, your capital is at risk. The value of your portfolio with Nutmeg can go down as well as up, and you may get back less than you invest. Past or future performance indicators are not a reliable indicator of future performance.